0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
1: My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM 95.9.
0: Welcome back. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu, and my next guest is Mutsadisi Mohono. She is one of the leading women reporting on sport in South Africa and many of us will remember how she was a familiar face during the Rugby World Cup last year. Thank goodness the Rugby World Cup happened before all of this craziness. Mutsadisi, thank you so much for joining me this evening.
1: Good evening, Mitra, and
0: to all of the listeners. It's really good to be in your company tonight. Thanks for your time. So, DC, I have to admit, my only sport is in the kitchen. But (laughs) I do remember being forced to sit down on the couch and watch a little bit of the rugby with the rest of the family. And I did see you on screen, and it was just such a proud moment. It was great, even though I had no idea what was going on. Um, You looked amazing. Tell me a little bit about how you... You actually got into um, you know reporting on sport
1: yeah so I mean we were a sporting family my father was a football man uh, through and through I learned a lot of other sporting codes during my primary school and high school as well got into rugby in high school that was really the sport of the school at Marissa Union Alberton um, and then I worked at uh, UJFM that was campus radio and I moved to YFM in 2008 and I was a weekend newsreader at the time, and the weekend news is always sport. You know, it's always based on sport. Um, three years later, I took over the sports desk, and then I took part in the Super Sport Lady Rider Search. I came third overall, mm-hmm. and one of the producers had seen my tape. She was really impressed. There were no prizes for coming third. But she decided for her new social media show, she would uh, bring me in to be a host. So that's that was my foot in the door. We had a great time during the 2011 Rugby World Cup. I joined um, the Super Sport Blitz team in 2012, and in 2013, I started presenting live rugby matches uh, via the Varsity Cup. So that's essentially how it all came together in a nutshell. <laughs> and yeah, it all culminated or has culminated asterisks because bigger things are yet to come but the biggest one that I have done is that 2019 Rugby World Cup particularly the final match It's amazing you
0: know for journalists you know you really need to work yourself up and and, Mm. and once you hit you know the big screen and then you know people start to to recognise your name they think that you just arrived there but you've been to so many different places before you got there um, like you have so tell me I mean growing up you say you you know you're a sporting family. Tell me about how, what was money like in your family? I mean,
1: how did that shape you? It's it's, it's like um, a roller coaster because we started off as um, a, a typical working class family. Uh, for much of my childhood, my mother even worked overseas for quite a time. But there was also a time when my father got retrenched um and then you started to see money dynamics coming into the fray but i think my parents kind of taught us early the value of money um um, my father, in particular, on the power of saving. Um, parents, I realize, don't always get it right, but um, there's if, no manual. Listen, <laughs> yeah, if you listen to what they preach constantly, um, that's kind of where the gems are. So, um, I think I had a good foundation, but it's it's doing what is right. That that's where you 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 get the lesson good and proper. You know, it's all good and well that you know what to do. But doing it
0: is is a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. It's a discipline and yeah. actually, you know, putting all of it into action. So what were some of the things that you started as a youngster? I mean, was there anything or did you just start um, working with money and realizing the impact that money was having when you started working? Yeah. And,
1: well, when I was young, I saved quite a bit, like, but for little things, like, on Friday, I want to buy a big burger or mm. I saw a T-shirt that I want to own, that kind of thing. Um, I think I struggled a little bit when I started working just because I was still in varsity. So I just spent, 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 spent all my money. I even had a credit card. Mm. Thank God I cut it up eventually because <laughs> that was just a bad, bad idea. At that what were age, you spending and on kind of nonsense, hey? So much nonsense, Mitra. Like going out with friends—nonsense. Mm. Okay, that's why eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old should not have credit cards. <laughs> no, you should be working and saving the money that you had. And then, I, and then I got into the swing of things. You know, I started to take responsibility. Um, I got my first car in uh, twenty eleven. I just turned twenty two, and I think getting that um, asset, depreciating asset, but asset nonetheless. Getting my car is what really taught me. Um, about the the way of money, you know? Um, How to take care of it, how to save, the importance of saving and investing. Mind you, I'm an accounting, I was an accounting student, so I should know all of this, but it's in the doing. The doing is the difference. And that's when I started to turn my money life around.
0: Yeah it it's it's just always different. Um you know, we have chartered accountants mm. talking to us about their money problems and you were thinking mm. how is this possible? But it is. It is because yeah. you know, you could have some weaknesses. Um but if you're just not putting it into action then it's it, it's it's just all about discipline. So what so I mean you you got that out of your system, you enjoyed life a little bit and then you started getting disciplined. Um yeah. And then you talk about investing. I mean, pretty young to start investing, but that's really a good move. What were you investing in?
1: Small things, eh? like Unitrust. um, Mm -hmm. I'm really big on Unitrust. There's also like... um, it's not a fixed deposit but uh where you where you um put money away um for like a period of time for five years and in five years it comes to fruition those small kinds of things and that house because then um in five years time you have this bulk of money that's coming your way so then i could choose do i travel do i save it again do i put it away again do i choose a longer time period this time around do i take a 10-year investment um, that, But it also teaches you to be very, very disciplined. And I for one just love money disappearing out of my account and going to grow in some place that I do not know of. I love that random call one day that says, hey, you've got this money coming in, what should we do with it? You know, so that's why I encourage people to have uh, stop orders into a 32 day mm. account, for example, stop orders into an investment account, even if it's just a unit trust, and it can be a small amount because if if you get into the the habit of seeing that money go away from you and and you know not 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 letting it fit in your account and you having to decide on your own because sometimes then you are like no but i have this issue this month no but this is coming up and then you start to waver on 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 the discipline you start to waver on your own word to save and invest yeah. so stop orders have have really been my saving grace in (laughs) in the later years of my life and that's all on
0: saving did you make any big purchases over the years I mean did you buy property apart from the car you said you bought a car yeah yeah
1: bought a few no cars are problematic Okay. Is this a weakness? I hate- Tell me. No, 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 no. Um, I just had an accident, so I could get a new car. But I hate car installments. I can't wait mm-hmm. to be done with it, you know, and to keep it. But yes, I did buy my first property in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought an apartment here in Randburg. That's the only property I own so far, but I want to keep it. Even if I move out and go live somewhere else, then I can rent this out um, and just let it be... Um, you know a money making asset in that respect uh, but i spend my money big purchases for me are on travel I, I love traveling i love seeing the world um so when i splurge it's usually on a trip somewhere yeah,
0: yeah. so fancy places or fancy flying i'll be flying business class
1: <laughs> no no ma'am <laughs> And this sponsored. You will find me in economy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to say
0: I'm never going to see you because I never get to go in business class.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 don't, I don't pay to 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 fly business class. Not yet. Not yet. Let me, let me not put, let me not shut the door on those dreams. Not yet. Not just yet. put I would it out there. To, but I have to make that money first. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. you need to put it out there. Somebody might yeah. be listening. They can uh, yes, send us both on business yes, class. Yes. So <laughs> apart from the credit card, so you, 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 you cut up the credit card. Why? Did you, did you over-indebt yourself? I mean, were you paying many, many yeah. years afterwards?
1: Yeah, I, I think I overindulged. I also took out a revolving credit account Ooh. to pay for my final year of school, I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, and, you know, when you get it at the time, I mean, you're not really reading the fine print. You just mm-hmm. want to get school over and done with. And yeah. then you realize that you're constantly drawing from from uh, a while of water that's not even yours. And I remember walking into the bank um, one day to um, settle the account and close it. And, and the teller couldn't believe it. The lady that was assisting me couldn't be. And I was like, I want you to close this thing. Mm. The thing is just, I'm digging myself into a deeper hole. You know, um, my sister, my older sister also always advises that when you have debt, pay them off little by little by little, but once you're done with one thing, if you're done with an Edgar's account, for example, close that, close it completely. Yeah. And get into the culture of, of trying to buy things cash. and then close the next one and the next one and there's honestly nothing better than being debt free. Oh my gosh. That that feeling is amazing. It's amazing. Knowing that the only thing I have to actually physically pay for is my bond and my car installment. That is just so rewarding for me, you know, Um, getting out of debt is the best thing you can do for yourself, especially in your twenties. You just, you don't need that baggage because you want to get into a space where you can save and save comfortably and invest comfortably so you can get your assets one
0: day. So you like to save, you like cash. Are there any other um, philosophies that you live by in terms of money? I mean, what are your lessons to share with others?
1: Um, (laughs) Check your bank statement.
0: Oh, this is a good one. So many of us don't do it. Take your bank
1: statements. When I was younger, um, so f- I moved from YFM to Metro FM and I worked with a, a very good friend of mine, Zaman Yusua, mm-hmm. And I remember one day she said to me, she's like, girl, you buying these coffees every single day. How much do you actually spend on them? And I sat mm-hmm. down and I was at 600 bucks on just coffee every month. Yeah. And you don't realize that because it, it seems so miscellaneous. It's like, it's like buying a packet of chips every time you stop to fill up gas or the last packet of sweets on your way mm. to, to the tailor to pay for groceries, etc. Those small little purchases add up. So check your financial statements, check your bank um, statements and see where your small money is going and, and what you are actually spending your money on isn't really worth it. Yeah. I think that, that that that's one of the lessons that I learned um as I was going in my money journey and I think mm. people should really pay we we've just got to be a bit more meticulous with where our money's going. I think
0: we actually need to be pedantic with it. I mean, mm. when I go through my bank statements, I find extra charges for this, for that. I even yeah. I even calculate the charges and I've swapped yes. banks over the years because I just wasn't happy with the charges and now I'm so happy because I found a bank that gives me minimal charges I mean what's the point um, of paying all of this money um, to the bank and where you can get it cheaper somewhere else and you don't need to pay for all of these things they're not giving you anything else it's just debit orders going off your account but you know sometimes these fees are excessive so before we leave you anything that you splurge on?
1: Oh, I love travel. I love books. I love good food. Okay. I'm sure you.
0: I'm sure you're struggling now because I love the travel too. And I'm, I'm I, you know, I really miss my travels now. I feel like yeah. I can't wait for this lockdown to get back on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah,
1: I actually had a trip um, this this month coming up. I'm mm. going to go to Italy for two weeks, but that's been cancelled. But it's fine. It's it's a dream deferred. It's it's going to happen, just not. Just not in 2020. Yeah, um, yeah. But and I and I find I love spending money on other people. I love spoiling people. I love gifting people things mm. that they need or want. You know, I love putting smiles on people's faces. Um, but yeah, if I'm spending money, it's 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 usually work related, so shoes, clothing, to be on air, yeah. and look pretty, and that kind of thing. But I love buying small things, trinkets, books, especially books and travel. Books are expensive. (laughs) They have become expensive.
0: eh? Books are expensive. When I leave the bookstore, I feel like a kid that's been in a candy store. I'm so excited. Mm, A very expensive candy store. Very expensive. (laughs) I can't visit the candy store for for the next six, seven months.
1: Yeah. Can we not? It's bad enough. We're constantly walking to the fridge.
0: I know. Okay. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, but it was absolutely great chatting to you. And of course, we will see you on our screens ever so often when That's I decide you. to uh, touch base with some sport. I really need to learn. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for your time, Mitsudisi, and good luck. Um, take care and stay healthy um, and, you know, just be safe during this time.
1: Thank you so much and to you too and the listeners, you know, stay safe, take care of yourself, especially your mind, you know, make sure that you are in a positive mind space and a mindset, you know, it is unknown um, and uncharted waters, Um, not just the lockdown, but the, the... COVID 19 and and just the ramifications of this pandemic. But please try and stay as positive as possible because I can assure you we will. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Avropolitan. Rewinding.
0: Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.